Hello there. Ah, General Kenobi. <laughs> Welcome back to 99 and the Boyos. I am Brandon. I am Zeke. And we are going to continue off from what our last podcast was, but since our last episode was uh, was a little unclear, we're going to call this uh, episode one, the real episode one, <laughs> the... You know, episode one usually has some controversy behind it, so we figure, <laughs> keep in line. So we are going to continue talking about uh, possible anthologies as we last left off. Yes, yes. And so uh, I think we started talking about the possibilities of the Kenobi and the Boba Fett and the Lando Calrissian movies. Um, at this point, yeah, that, that's probably what's going to come. Uh, either of those three are probably going to come in 2020. And... After that, kind of unknown, especially going into the Ryan Johnson uh, trilogy. But uh, it's also important to remember that there's going to be the uh, the Star Wars uh, TV show, as well uh, both the live action show and then the new Resistance show. So there's going to be a lot of material, um, primarily concentrating on post Episode Six uh, landscapes and whatnot, but. Uh, we're trying to cover up. Uh, we're trying to cover what characters uh, the anthology films after twenty twenty should focus. Yeah, on. and at, at this point, most of the anthologies are going to be character based. I don't. I can't see them doing anything else for quite a while. I, I feel like at this point, it's you know getting done with the the main uh, trilogy going on right now. The the sequels, you know, and uh, and then you know focus basically on characters. At this point, people want to see Obi Wan. Who doesn't at this point? This man is, it, it's a this is it's a religion at this point to get this man to have his own movie. <laughs> Absolutely, there's <laughs> there's no way around this at all. <laughs> so why don't we keep on the topic of an Obi Wan movie for a little bit? Okay. What what is what is imperative that an Obi Wan movie covers for you, Brandon? Uh, it needs to kind of cover basically him, uh, almost kind of learning more into the force the way Yoda kind of learned through Qui-Gon and uh, some of the clone wars it'd be kind of it'd be kind of cool to see that and obviously of course everybody wants to see a tie-in with with Darth Maul but um, due to rebels that yeah but that it, shouldn't happen but yeah but, but besides that I like the whole idea of him kind of exploring more into the force and you know explaining how he's able to be so powerful to you know become a ghost and it's it it'd be it'd be it just there's and then there's so much more depth with him you know with him and the Mandalorians and uh, <laughs> oh but uh, you know I um I think that uh they can you know they can definitely go back you know to some Mandalorian stuff like I think that'd be interesting because of the whole Duchess Satine situation yeah um but at this but also I feel like at this point they want to keep it just almost Tatooine based, you know? They don't I guess that's the important question is does Obi-Wan go off world in this? See, uh I could see it kind of being like that. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like if it was on Tatooine, I feel like if it was almost like Logan gritty style type Tatooine stuff where he's like yeah. you know, focused doing stuff there that'd be really cool. Uh seeing him go off planet, I wouldn't be bad. It that wouldn't be bad. It just I don't know, it just really depends on what... what kind of the do. solo take, where the events, the plot isn't, you know, circulating around this galactic struggle. It's very much an own personal narrative that doesn't have uh, resonating um, results that yeah. really affect the whole galactic 
uh, atmosphere. Yeah, and it, it, it could be cool because it could really take place in in any any time frame, and it'd be kind of cool seeing. Uh, I mean, what what time frame do you think you would want to see this t- taking place? Um, absolutely in between episode three and four, but um, I I think it's important to kind of. Yeah, you know what when exactly because that's about a twenty year span. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, think yeah. Between, towards yeah, between then, yeah. Yeah, I I think towards the uh, middle part of that, the last, you know, probably ten year marker. Ten year or marker. So after episode three, I think that would be a good time. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd be one of the uh, earliest, right? Yeah, one of the earliest uh, uh, movies, kind of going based off of after episode three. <coughs> because you have solo that takes place ten years before. Uh, the events of of New Hope, and then you have Rogue One, which take place, you know, right, right before. before, yeah. So this <laughs> would be the earliest. That'd be cool seeing how the Empire was kind of fully like set setting up almost, you know, like it it it'd be it'd be really cool to see that. Yeah, and I think uh, and that it's another question is is the Empire involved in this movie at all, or do we really because the thing that's always been of question to me is when when does Imperial occupation of Tatooine happen, uh, for canon. I I I've never really understood uh, <laughs> when exactly the Empire shows up. Uh, I know that uh, in the comics, Darth Vader does negotiate with Jabba at one point, in which Hut Space is um, of Imperial influence. But do we involve the Empire into something that Obi Wan shows up in? I don't think it should be the main thing on it. I obviously they should definitely be in there, introduce some new type of stormtrooper. Uh, kind of had the same thing with almost solo. Like you know, the empire really was not the main focus on it, but there was huge elements of them. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Uh, which I, I would be all for, but I, I can't. I can't see this being like against the empire. I can't see him. I, I wouldn't want to see him do anything with Vader. I, I absolutely not. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's hard. It'd be interesting to see flashbacks from Obi Wan's perspective about Vader, about Anakin really. Yeah, that'd be that'd but, be cool. Yeah, but at this point yeah, you, you can't, certainly nothing that you, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that would de- that would destroy the whole episode four fight, everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah it would Absolutely. Just... Are there any characters from the prequels or even the original trilogy though that you think could be involved? Like would you see a Bail uh-huh. Organa coming in? At uh, all? You know what? They they used him for Rogue One, and he's cool to see, but at this point, how much could you really... Do with him? Yeah, like as a cameo. And, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I guess that's a question. Would there be know, any it, cameos, kind of? Uh, well, it makes sense, though, because he gives him the baby. Yeah. Oh, he gives him Luke, so... You know, I feel like... I, I, I mean, it could always take place... They could always show a scene of, you know, what takes place after that, and then bounce, you know, later into the future. And yeah. why not? Uh, definitely Qui Gon. <laughs> I oh. definitely want to see a Qui Gon. Would you want to see Ghost? Yeah, would you want to see a Qui Gon Force Ghost? Absolutely. Okay. I, I think they would. They would miss something that, if, especially if you wanted kind of concentrating on the Force. Yeah, they they uh they brought that in uh, the Clone Wars, so that'd be kind of cool. Well, I mean, it was it wasn't actually him, but uh, it was it, it was one of the. Oh, the Mortis, yeah. yeah the, Mortis Mortis, oh, the Mortis episodes. Ep- oh, the Mortis episodes. Yeah, yeah. I actually do think it was him, though, in spite of it trying to be a trick. I do know, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Qui-Gon did appear. Not as a trick of the brother, I can't remember, or the son. Um, but yeah, we do know that he comes back later and teaches, or uh, guides o- uh, Yoda to Dagobah. And that he, yeah, and so he, he Qui-Gon is involved as a forest ghost and is canon. Yeah, so By all means. it would be very cool to see. It would be cool to see that. Um, 
So Qui Gon, yeah, I could I can give him a a thumbs up on the possibility of of uh of being in that. So <laughs> what what is the plot become at this point? Ah man, it it because I I, I think the idea of the Force is interesting, but I guess what drives that? What what's Obi Wan's personal kind of drive for that? Uh, protecting Luke. Okay, and so do you think there's an uh there's a danger that's luring over Luke that Obi-Wan has to combat, like Tusken Raiders are, are, you know, space pirates or bounty hunters or something like oh, that? Oh, uh, just, uh, just his, his father, really, just, you know, I, I feel like just anything in general, I mean, I guess, but I, in general, just kind of keeping him away from, you know, who his father really is. Okay. I mean, okay. you know, it's like that, it's also, like, I, you know, I mean, one thing, you know, why didn't Obi-Wan ever, you know, never tell Luke, hey... Darth Vader's your father, like, it, it's it's something it's it's something that's always kind of been a, a questioning thing. But there's always I, I understand it. I have nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I a have, clear explanation in Episode Six, and you know, you get people who are skeptical of it all the time, merely for the sake of picking on Star Wars. But um, I think at this point, my thing about it would be Obi Wan being separated from the conflict, uh, from his greater goal of watching over Luke and having something else to do on tattooing that that develops his own character and, and especially his own kind of persona, uh, his image on tattooing. And you get some of this in the comics recently in which Obi-Wan uh, is shown to be, uh, well, especially in the old comics, the ones that aren't canon anymore. <laughs> but um, Obi-Wan was involved in a lot of Tusken Raider conflicts and acted as a mediator. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool to see. And uh, it it's no longer canon, but the Tusken Raider Jedi, I think that would also be an interesting plot point. If Darth they just... Can, oh, man, that would be really cool. Yeah, the relative of Darth that, Vader eventually. That is, yeah, he's one of... Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite Darths, and it'd be kind of cool to have that kind of... That I don't think... Up. Yeah, it, it'd, it'd be, I, definitely it, not Darth Crate at this be, point. Oh, Darth Crate. Oh, that, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm sorry, Darth Crate. No, uh, at that point, yeah, that would be way too extensive. Because then at that point, you would have to think, okay, if this is canon, then whatever happens in the future from his own character is actually going to no, be... No, yeah, and, and so it'd be reimagining... Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, but the relative of Darth Crate, in which he was a Tusken Raider before... You don't remember? No. But... No, yeah, it it would be cool to see. It'd be cool to see some Tusken Raiders unmask themselves on on the on the big screen. I guess that's the thing about it, though, is that I think you need another Force user in an Obi Wan movie, and it could be an exploration into the Force, uh, similar to how Rebels has done, in which it's not strictly concentrated on the Jedi's perspective of the Force. Yeah, see, that's one thing. The other thing too is that seeing Darth Maul on the screen would have been really cool. You know, we Rebels has done it, but uh. It, once again, it'd be really cool to see that almost recreated. It would have been, yeah, but definitely, <laughs> definitely a dream <laughs> yeah. at this point. I, 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 I would, yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine them really kind of pulling through that. I can't see Disney being like, wanting to almost recreate this because at this point. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I mean, uh, it'd be cool, but just for the sake of the Obi-Wan movie, it'd be defeatist for what Rebels did. Yeah. And for, honestly, an Obi-Wan movie having any kind of character of its own. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but... But I think Obi-Wan, and I guess that's why 
uh, Obi Wan to me has the most potential. Is that it's uh, it's definitely an exploration into something more mystic, and that's something we have yet. We we kind of got a hint at that at Episode Eight, but it was under <laughs> underdeveloped by uh, you know the whole conflict with the First Order and the Resistance. So. I think if it were to solely concentrate on the Force and everything, we would definitely have something unique. But, that's, that's as far as an Obi-Wan movie goes. We can also talk about a Boba Fett film, potentially, or a Lando Calrissian film, or anything else, really. Yeah, but, uh, for, yeah, but for Obi-Wan, uh, I, I do believe at this point, Disney needs to realize that if they want money, they need to reach the fan base, because... Uh, Last Jedi, they they tried kind of hitting a younger audience, a new generation, and uh, it it uh, it worked in in many aspects. It you know it's and I think both of you and I have accepted that the sequel trilogy is not for the huge you know the fan base yeah. that was raised on the prequels. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe rightfully so, but at this point you just gotta accept that uh, it, it is a part of Star Wars. And uh, it, for yeah. many kids, it's going to be their basis into the Star Wars universe. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. There are certainly aspects I wouldn't agree with. But overall, it's a matter of what they do with the anthology films in terms of that being. Because in large, they do appeal to the, uh, you know, to the devoted the gen- fans. Yeah. But at the same time, and I think that's a conflict with Solo right now, is do people really care? Do general audiences really care? For these films, no, and see, and that's, and I think that's concerning to Disney, um, who you know, Disney's a freaking money machine. So what what can you do if you're making movies solely for fans that doesn't generate the revenue that you see in uh, films like well, like the Marvel films, of course, and then you get the sequel trilogy f- films that behemoth set the box office. Yeah. So uh, at this point, I um, I would like to see an Obi Wan movie. Uh, I I I hope that Disney realizes that they need to reach their uh, their fan base and that their fan base is their main base. Uh, and uh, that should be, that's what the number one thing they should really be focusing on. But yeah, Obi Wan, I'm I'm all for. And, Again, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. that conflict of how to resolve the difference between the fan base and the general audience. And hopefully, in an Obi Wan movie, they would be able to do that. Yeah. But, we will have to wait and see. Yep. All right. Well, that'll be it for this uh, podcast. Thank you again for uh, listening to 99 in the Boils. This is Brandon. This is Zeke. Next time we'll get into Boba Fett and Lando Calrissian and hopefully other pe- potential characters for 